Welcome back to Up The Villa podcast. If you are new to our channel, subscribe, drop this episode a like and comment your thoughts in the comment section down below. Put my headphones on properly. Um, so, yeah, Christmas Eve. Hope you're all going to have a good one. Justin, how are you? Very good. Merry Christmas to you and everyone. Yes. First of all, then, let's just bask in our greatness sitting third in the Premier League going into Christmas. Uh, yesterday's results meant that we are as we are, as we were. Nothing's really changed. So, you know, the result sort of went our way yesterday, the result that we really wanted. But, you know, I have been looking at this table quite a lot over the weeks because it's been brilliant. But I've actually noticed a couple of things looking at this just. So, Arsenal are top on 40, Liverpool and Villa 39. We've won the same amount of games as Arsenal, who are sitting top of the league. But if you look at the goals column, we've actually scored more than everybody else, which has surprised me a little bit. 38 goals to Villa. So, as it stands, we are the free-flowing football team in the Premier League at the minute, really. Um, so, yeah, how are you, how are you doing? How, are you enjoying where we are at the minute, Justin? Yeah, massively. I said after the game against Sheffield United, you know, yeah, we thought we'd win the game, but we didn't. But we're still in an absolutely incredible position. We've had an incredible season. Those stats alone, at the start of the season, if you'd have said we're going to hit Christmas and we're going to be a point off the top at winning more games, as many games as anybody in the division, scoring loads of goals, entertaining us, seeing some of the best football we've ever seen, I'd have said, yeah, go on, I'll take that, no problem at all. So, you know, whatever disappointment came from the other day, for me, disappeared straight away after the game. We we move on. We, we're creaking a little bit with injuries and suspensions and whatever, but, you know, we've got a fantastic team um, and, and we just look forward to the next game like Unai does. We, regardless of the result, that's how, he, that's how he works, isn't he? You can win 6-1, 7-1 like we did against Brighton and he'll just be focused on the next game. You lose a game, draw a game, Forrest... Obviously, we lost Drew against Sheffield United. His process will be exactly the same for, for the next game. And that's what I think we should do, really, focus on the next game and where, where that will put us. Yeah, definitely. And, and I know, you know, my probably reaction to the game might, might have been different to everybody else's. But I, I just looked at it in the sense of let's just take the point and just move on to the next game because of where we are. We just have to keep that point tally just ticking over, just keep it going. And, you know, yeah, it was disappointing that we lost that run and, and etc. But, you know, at the end of the day, that's come to an end sometime. Move on, focus on United and just, yeah, just, just keep going, really. Um, so Manchester United are up next. And I know what Villa's record's like there. I've been there numerous, numerous times and I've, I've never seen us win. But I have got to say, they are absolutely terrible. Now, I don't care whether I'm going to say they're terrible and they beat us. They are absolutely garbage. I've watched them so much this season and I haven't got a clue what they're trying to do. Like, you know, normally how I will go in depth and I will look at how they play, how their air style. There is literally no point because there is no style of play. And it just feels like it's 11 players going on the pitch and just waiting for that. And I'm going to say it 
moment of magic. And if they get that moment of magic from a Bruno, from a Rashford on their day, then they are capable of beating any team. They have got some good players. But I just, I'm, I'm baffled by them. I really am, Justin. I, you know, and I know I know it's always the Glazers' fault. So it's probably the Glazers' fault that they lost to West Ham yesterday. But I, I just, I really don't get them. I don't get the coach. I don't get what he's trying to do. I don't get the recruitment. I think that they, they waste vast amount of money. You know, Mason Mount, what was the point in that? Anthony, whoever whoever scouted Anthony, I've got no idea because I think he's terrible. So they haven't scored a goal in four games. We're 11 points ahead of them. We've got a chance to go 14 points ahead of them. And I just feel like if Aston Villa can recover some of our legs, get, get our players back, get us fired up, I, th- I think we w- I think we can really really win this game because I am not impressed with Manchester United whatsoever. What are your thoughts? I totally agree. I-, I think they're a very average side. I think the manager had a bit of an upturn last season where he looked like he could be the one that could turn it around up there and, and get him. I'm not saying anywhere near their their best because their best has been incredible over the last twenty years, hasn't it? But the last few years have been dreadful. Um, they keep flattering to deceive. They keep stuttering along and you just think because of who they are and, and the sort of wealth they've got and the history they've got that at some point it will turn around but it just doesn't look like it's happening does it anytime soon so I think now they are a mid-table side uh, you know you take the name away from them you look at the first 11 and they're a mid-table team you know most Premier League teams have got nowadays have got one or two outstanding players in at least uh, and they're, they're no different. And I, like, I agree with you. On the day, anything can happen. Look at Sheffield United last week. You know, we're at the bottom of the league, and anybody can put a, can, can put a performance in on any given day. We get that, but it's the consistency levels that we look at to be up the top of the league. Our consistency levels have been phenomenal. Theirs have been pretty dreadful. They probably perform one in ten games at the moment, and the rest of them are probably two or three average, and the rest really poor. They haven't won in four, like you say. They've lost. Uh, I think they got humiliated at home to, to Bournemouth. They got beat. They got knocked out of the Champions League and they didn't even qualify for the lower competition. They got knocked out outright. The, the confidence is on the floor. The performance yesterday or uh, was, was against West Ham, whenever it was, was, was really poor. Um, so I think 100%, you know, we're coming off the back of a slightly disappointing performance. If anything, I hope that's going to refocus us and I think that's what mm-hmm. will happen. I yeah. think we'll be going at it in, in a totally fresh attitude thinking right okay you know the, you know over a 38 game season there is no way in the world you just carry on the form we, we you know we would win the league by 15 points if we carried on where we're going which is just ridiculous isn't it so I think we've got to have a little bit of a a, a, a pause and, and a refocus and I think that's what the fans will do it's, it's probably give us a bit of a ooh, okay you know this is a tough tough league but I don't think and this is a weird thing to say I think it's a good game for us. I think it's a good time of the season. It's going to be pretty much sold out. <clears throat> we'll take a good following up there. The fans will be behind them. If we can replicate anything like our levels that we know we can, then I expect us to win the game. I really do. You know, I mm. think we're more than good enough to beat them. Interesting to see what team we go with. But on the day, I do not fear going to Old Trafford anymore. No, neither do I. And I don't think I don't think many teams do. Um, I think, you know, that whole, this is Manchester United, like, it's, 
what what is that? Do you know what I mean? It, it, it's not Manchester United anymore. It, it, they're living in they're living in the past, and that that's what they're doing. And they're trying to they're trying to replicate an era under Fergie that they're never going to be able to get back to. That they've never been able to get anywhere near that sort of man's caliber caliber of team. And you know they've just made bad decision after bad decision. I mean, I've got their you know talking about how they've done this season. These are the teams that they've beat. Wolves, Forest, Burnley, Brentford, Sheffield United, Fulham, Luton, Everton, Chelsea, and Drew to Liverpool. You know, that that that's like beating the teams in and around you. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then when they get to the teams that are above them, lost to West Ham, Bournemouth, Newcastle, City, Palace, Brighton, Arsenal, and Spurs. Yeah. Liverpool. Eight, eight games. Yeah, it's it's awful. It's an awful record. Yeah, they're they're beating the teams you'd expect them to and losing against the better sides. Um, the Liverpool game was probably a bit of a different one, but they've got a funny record against them, and it's a very it's an odd sort of dynamic, isn't it, between Man United and Liverpool? It's like a derby, isn't it? I think these days, I think if anything, you sort of maybe fear the name, but I don't fear the team. That, yeah, that's the way I yeah, feel. Yeah, that's what know? it is. Yeah, I fear yeah, the name. I'm, I'm... It's Manchester United away. Oh my God, we have got Manchester United away, but. Take that away. Look at the team. I don't fear the team at all. Yeah, definitely. And the the, the where they are on the table t- says it. You know, it, yeah. they're 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 not very good. I've got to be honest. Uh, the record that isn't very good is actually our record. Uh, but interestingly, most of our wins have come in like the last two seasons. So that gives me a little bit more sort of. Um, you know, yeah, it, it's better. I mean, we've played them 50, 56 times here, and we've lost. We've only beaten five times and they've won 38 times. So that, that's not so great. Um, this season, uh, we are, this was before yesterday, so we are third. Uh, we've won 12, they've won nine, they've lost eight, we've lost three. Uh, we well, are have scoring... won nine, to be honest. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, they're averaging one goal a game scored. We're averaging 2.1. We're conceding 1.2. They're conceding 1.3. Um, so... Both conceding pretty much the same. Form guide, Villa's still looking pretty good, to be fair. United's very, very scatty. Uh, and then this is going to show you the different styles. So Villa are still in that lower, slow and intricate. Uh, Manchester United are in the upper, slow and intricate as well. Uh, this is Manchester United's map of where they are, where the opposition have the ball. Um, so you can see it, it's not too dissimilar to Villa's, to be fair. Um They've got grey contested areas where it's either team. The red is where the opposition have more of the ball and then the blue is where they are comfortable with the ball. This was Manchester United's passing network against West Ham. And what I will say about their their passing network is it's, it's never that bad, but it's what they do with the ball, which is part of their problem, is that there's, there's just no sort of cohesion of, of of where the ball's got it sort of got to get to. Um one player I'm gonna say this that does worry me um and I'm gonna say this is the man that scored no Premier League goals so far so far Rasmus Hoyland he worries me a lot because we know how it goes don't we <clears throat> Rasmus Hoyland gets his first Premier League goal against just don't let it happen. So basically, I've said it, so hopefully it doesn't happen. Whereas if I hadn't have said it, he'd have probably he'd have probably got it. So um, 
we've got to be careful of him because hopefully he's not going to play. Um, but yeah, so yeah, the network's decent. If you see, they've got two young kids now playing in the team. Um, they've got the usual Shaw, Wambasaka, Anthony, McTominay, who's pretty much their best player at the minute, McTominay. Um, and then we've got uh, the West Ham passing network, um, which is pretty congested on the left and looks quite organised. And this was the average positions for Manchester United, a fourth. 3-3, really. That's how they generally tend to play the most. Stick an extra player in central midfield. And then this is Hoyland's record. He's got an XG so far this season of three, and he's scored no goals. So uh, that's Hoyland's record. So, Justin, does any of that worry you? Um, I mean, overall, no. I, you know, I've got to be honest. No, I don't. I'm not going up there fearing the game. Yes, I know any result is possible, but I think if we play them ten times, we probably win eight of them. That's how I feel. It, that our form is, and then we probably draw one, lose one. In their current form and their current side, looking at it, I think you look at their the, the two centre halves. I mean, Johnny Evans. You know, ugh, the fact he's their starting central defender <laughs> at the moment blows my mind. Uh, I don't know much about the, the the two young lads that have come in. They're obviously coming through an academy which has has been absolutely phenomenal over the over the, the history of when I've watched Premier League football. Are they up to the quality of anything like we've seen over the last thirty years? I, I don't know. We haven't seen enough of them yet. But against our midfield, you know, I would I would back us to to dominate in there. Bruno Fernandez the most annoying Premier League football in the history of the game. Um, he's just a whiner, isn't he, and a moaner. Uh, you know, if we, can mo if we can get into him and get him moaning, I think he'll just shut up. Uh, McTominay, I agree. And the players like Garnaccio, you know, you saw that wonder goal against Everton. They've obviously got ability, haven't they? And, and, and at any given moment, something could happen with them. But that's, that's all they've got for me against us. I think they've just got, they'll have to try and stay in the game. And, and 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 almost a bit Sheffield United esque, if you like. You know, I know they're not anywhere near as bad as they they are this season, but I think they'll just be looking to stay in the game and try and create a chance, and and one of their sort of flair players take a chance for them. I don't see them dominating the game. I don't see them dominating the ball. I think we will. I don't think we'll be at eighty percent like we was against Sheffield United, but I expect us to have the majority of the possession. And then it's solely down to us, I think, on the day. You know, if we're anywhere near the the sort of Man City or Arsenal levels that we that we saw, then I think we beat we beat them and we win the game. So um, I'd like to see Pau Torres back. I really would. I think he's. He's our metronome, isn't he? He's the one that sort of starts everything off from the back. And I do think Longley played pretty well, to be fair, the other day. And yeah. I think he, he was in the side because he's got that left, left left foot, hasn't he? And he likes that diagonal ball and he likes that, that coming out from the back. And I think he did try and replicate what Pau does. But I don't think there's a better player in the Premier League that does what Pau Torres does, if I'm honest. I think he's a phenomenon and I think he's been brilliant for us. So... If anything, if he if he could just slip back into the side, I think I'd be a lot more confident of winning the game. Yeah, well, let's talk about the side then. Let's do our predicted lineup. Um, so we'll go with Martinez. Suspended players: Cash is suspended, Kamara's suspended. I think those are the only two that are suspended. So, what are we going with then? So. Um, I kind of feel like we're going to go back to concert right back. I think we've got to because Cash is suspended anyway. 
I would have yeah. gone with that anyway. So I think whether he's available or not, Cash, he doesn't play for me. Um, so we'll go Consa. Carlos was on the bench against um, Sheffield. And yeah. then it's that next one, isn't it? It's, is Pau back? If not, I'm more than happy with Longley. I thought Longley was fine. He's not Pau Torres. But what he is, is he is a kind of a like-for-like, like, which is yeah. kind of what you want from your squad. Um, it's not like you're having to put, like, no disrespect to anyone, but, like, a Courtney Hawes in there or a Chambers that, you know, can't do that job that that player can do. So I think long lay is good, but just not as good. Um, do we think Powell's back then or not? I, I think we put Powell in and we say that, it, you yeah. know, obviously if he's fit, he plays, but if not, we've got a pretty able deputy to, to, to come in. So that that's what I'd like to see, to be honest. But um, I think he might be, to be honest. I don't think he was yeah. too... I think that the press conference, he was saying that he's pretty hopeful he will be back. So let's hope he just got rested, you know. Yeah, definitely. And then left back, hmm. I'm edging Luca Dean, I think. I think so, yeah, because I think he's, yeah. he's been the standout. And for obvious reasons, he's, you know, Moreno has been out a lot. Um, so I think Luca Dean retains his, his position. And then you've got um, him to come off the bench, have you? Yeah, right. So we're going to go. Obviously, Luis is going to play. I'm going to suggest that a different player plays alongside Luis because, as much as as much as I think McGinn, and I'll put McGinn in that double pivot in our predicted lineup for for the game against Sheffield. As much as McGinn can play that role well. Because of the injuries that we've got into midfield, with Tielemans out, with Brendia out, I think we need McGinn further forward. And I think I'm going to put a start in here for Den Donker. I just think I want McGinn further forward. What are you saying? Yeah, I, I, I don't disagree, to be honest. Um, I, 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 whilst I... I I'm not overly keen on Den Donker starting. I think he's a good player to have off the bench uh, when we're trying to see out the game at the end. He worries me a little bit playing mm. from the start because he just, I think he's a decent footballer. I think he's got a lot of heart and I think he loves a tackle and he's not the worst passer of the ball I've ever seen. But it just worries me that he slows the game down a little bit too much. He hasn't got the quick feet of a Kamara or a McGinn playing in there. So I think if he does play, I think it is literally a matter of him just getting hold of the ball and giving it pretty quickly to someone else. And if anything, almost shield the back four himself and become like a, a, another central defender, if you like, but just mm. sitting just in front. And then letting the three in front sort of... Louise yeah. can push forward a little bit more and create more. I do agree that... You know, in the ideal world, Kamara's playing his knee and McGinn just mm -hmm. gets released back into his rampaging position that, he, that we love to see him in. So, yeah, with Ramsey sort of being a bit off it at the moment and, you know, I feel sorry for Ramsey and for Matty Cash, if I'm honest. You know, he, he's getting a bit of stick at the moment and 
you know, the Matty Cash issue for me is that he, he's he's been left out of the side a few times. I think he feels like, he plays like a player that feels like he's under a lot of pressure to retain his, his position within the team and the squad at the moment. And I think he's trying too hard and it's just not coming off for him. So I think the same thing with Ramsey a little bit. Again, I'm not blaming him. He's been out for a long time and he's just been thrown straight back into the first eleven because of injuries and suspensions. And in an ideal world, he just comes off the bench and has little cameos to get himself up to the speed again. But yes, to answer your question, if I had to have a gun to my head, then Donker probably, yeah. And then McGinn okay, back okay. in his position. Right. Okay. Now this is gonna get saying that, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, this is gonna get this is gonna get interesting now. Because I'm at, I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling that we're gonna make some changes in this game. And I know I know there I know there might be some fans out there that are like, no, just gotta play your best team. Okay, I understand <clears throat> I understand that totally. But you've got to look at where we are now. We're at the back end of a busy, busy period. We've got two games to go. We've got United and Burnley. And look at the games that we've played. Muscle fatigue, fatigue, etc. It's it's it, whether it's an injury or not. It it's gonna start to creep in, and I think a little bit of rotation is necessary. So I'm gonna put another player in that's a bit different. So we're gonna put McGinn back on this side then. So McGinn's gonna go here. Uh, we'll get your thoughts, Justin, on my little little bit of creativity. I'm going to put Leon Bailey in the side. Now, when I'm putting him here, he's going to be able to drift out wide and then this next player can obviously make up that box, etc. So it's the same vibe as normal. But I'm putting in Zaniolo. And I think it could, whether he could play alongside Watkins and drop into that box and then Bailey offers that width out wide. A bit of presence at Old Trafford, I think... I think we're going to need it. And I think this little tweak might might give us the edge. What are you saying? I was going to pick exactly the same. Okay. <laughs> 100%. The only yeah, you're going to Zaniolo. Yeah, yeah Zaniolo will start for me. Um, I would just switch Bailey and Zaniolo's position. Uh, I know that's interchangeable anyway, and I agree with what you're saying. Mm. That just That's just a graphic there we're using. But I think the reality is that Zaniolo can drop off, and I think we'll see, we'll yeah. see that anyway. I think it's it's not a four three three, but in my head, it it, it can easily be a four three three with Dendonka holding, Louise McGinn in front, and then Zaniolo and Bailey causing havoc in behind Ollie Watkins. And I think you know Zaniolo is another one that's had a little bit of stick over the last few weeks, and and he got that lovely goal in the in in the Conference League, you know, lovely touch and finish. And then he comes off the bench of the night and he scores. What is it? You know, the more I see it, the more I think it's a, it's a fantastic header. That's a really difficult mm-hmm. thing to do. He's gone in with the keeper. He's been really brave, um, and hopefully that's the goal that we've we've been looking for him to get in front of the whole end. You could see what it meant to him standing in front of the whole end. You know, and, and and why not throw him in now? You know, I think the RB is lacking a little bit at the moment. Another player that's not quite at his best. Um, so I don't think it's any problem for him just to sit on the bench and then come on at some point, which invariably he will. But yeah, for me, that that's probably as close as 
with players that are out currently, I think that team can, can get to Old Trafford and win. I do, really. Definitely. I really like the look of the team. And I think it can, from watching Man United this season, I think it can hurt them. Um, and one thing that we will, we'll have a little quick little brief chat on is form. And I think form needs to be mentioned on this channel a little bit because we're getting a lot of comments about play, about from people that are saying like, What's happened to DRB? You know, he, he's not the 50-odd million pound player. And I think you've always got to remember is that form's temporary, you know, and class is permanent, okay? And I think that goes with an Unai Emery team. And what I mean by that is just because they're having a five, six-game spell doesn't mean in, a, in after that spell, They'll go on a little bit of a purple patch and they'll do really well. We've seen it so many times. Like We just can't write off our players. And sometimes if they are in a little bit of poor form, it, sometimes it's not it's not a bad thing. It's just that they're just not playing as well. But they can come good. And I think we've seen this so many times under Unai Emery. Watkins will go through a little patch and then he starts playing. Tielemans has to adapt and then he gets good. Zaniolo... He's learning the role. He's got better. Bailey is getting better. Every player that we've got gets better. So I think just because it might not be working for them now, in a game's time, they can score a goal and everything changes. So for me, with Diaby with especially, I've got, no, I've got no issues. Like, we're winning games and that is the main thing. If it become a point where we were losing four or five games in a row and players were informed, then I think, okay, oh my God, like we're having a bit of a problem here. What's the issue with some of these players? But the fact that we're winning, you know, sometimes we've got to look at it as well as, you know, it's off the ball work that they're doing. And we saw that, especially with Zaniolo, he's off the ball stuff. He's, he's brilliant as well. So I think, yeah, it's not quite working for him, but he will get there and he'll get his goals, won't he, Justin? Yeah, I agree. I mean, Bailey's probably the biggest standout for that, wasn't it? You know, a player that was derided a lot last season and, oh, you know, he's never going to come good. Probably time to move him on, ship him out, you know. And the type of player he is and sort of the more creative forward players, they just need that little bit of luck to get him going, you know. Like you'll see, a, a, like a Bailey, he'll get the ball in a tight area and he'll try a little flick. And when he's not in good form, those flicks just don't come off, and mm -hmm. and 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 they get picked up, and they get, you know, the turnover happens, and then the other team are away, and everybody's like, "Oh my God, Bailey, what are you doing?" And then conversely, this season he's been in phenomenal form, and he receives the ball in exactly the same position, tries exactly the same trick, and it comes off, and everyone's off the seat. Wow, look how brilliant Leon Bailey is. It's such fine margins for these players that, you know, between... And if that happens in the first 10 minutes of a game, you're like, wow, he's on it today, he's on it today. Yeah, if he gets dispossessed in the first 10 minutes, oh, bloody hell, Bailey's not on it today. They're, they're, it, it, you know, we've got to stick with all of them. They've all got... Mm. We've all seen the levels of all these players now. We've all... You know, Unai's got the best out of all of them. There's not a player in the squad, I don't think, that we haven't seen a really good performance out of. Um, so, it's just a matter of of making sure we play the players that are currently in the best form. And when you have got injuries and suspensions, you can't do that. We've seen that with Ramsey. He's had to come in and, and, and totally out of the cold. Right, go go and play your best football. You know, 
Jacob. Go and just get in that team straight away and start running at people, scoring goals. And it's not as easy. You can't just flick a switch and go for it. You have to get up to the levels and get mm. the momentum going. And and because he hasn't, you know, it, it, that's why I think he, he should come out the side at the moment and then get that little cameo and come off the bench and try and, you know, hopefully when we're winning, he'll, he'll come on in a better sort of attitude of, of performance. So, yeah, it's it's one of them, isn't it? And I agree with you, you know, m- most of these players have shown us what they're capable of and, and hopefully that they can on, on against Manchester United and we go and win the game. Yeah, and I think I think I think Zaniolo deserves this start for me because that run he made, the desire to the desire to get in there, you know, yeah. shows shows a lot for me. That, that there's a lot of heart in there, and there's a lot of and his interview was nice desire. after, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, showed a lot Love of it. you know passion in that interview after the game, and you can see he wants it to work at Villa. So, as always, back the lads up hundred percent, you know, and and, and they've, they've not let us down yet. I don't think this season. Right, Justin, I want you to back the pod here, right? We're sitting in joint 13th place. Uh, we are a couple of points off Matthew Watts at the top, right? It's about time we got serious now on this podcast <laughs> and we start raining a couple of these in. Uh, I've done quite well on my own in the last couple of weeks to, to close this gap somewhat. You don't want me to bugger uh, so- it up for you. No, so right, we've got a big boxing day of football here. So, right, I'll say, I'll say my, I'll say my bit about each game. You pick the score, okay? Right, so oh, God. Newcastle at home are a different team to Newcastle away. <clears throat> Nottingham Forest, that red card against Fabali was a, a disgrace. Um, Nuno lost his first game, so. Newcastle need a big, big reaction. Score prediction? I think Newcastle win this game comfortably, 3-0. I fear for Forest, if I'm honest, this season. Well, you know what? I mean, that relegation battle now, we've with, with Luton beating Newcastle, Luton, Burnley yeah. getting yeah, a win. Yeah. You know, they've really brought Forest right into that mix now. And yeah. their defending Forest is, is it's terrible. Um, and the, for me... They've, they've, they've took a bit of a risk here now because what they've done is they've, they've got a lot of fans that didn't like Cooper, but they've still got fans that liked him. Now, the problem they've got is because they've sacked him now, he's got to hit the ground running straight away because they're yep. going to be like, you know, like we've sacked him. We want better results. We want better football. You've got to get it straight away. Doesn't so, happen overnight, though, does it? No, nah, don't, does it? No, definitely not. And, you know, the way they're going, they're in big trouble. Bournemouth, absolutely flying at the minute. And our point away there now looks like an absolute brilliant result. Brilliant point, yeah, that, yeah. They've, they've won like five games. So, uh, they're absolutely flying. Fulham went through a bit of a purple patch. You don't know what you're going to get with them. What are you going for? I, I think another home win. I can't see anything else. 2-0 Fulham. Uh, 2-0 Bournemouth, Christ. 2-0 <laughs> Bournemouth. Yep. Oh, this is a this is a big game now. Sheffield this is Luton. a tasty game. Yeah. Um, oh, you know, I know, I know, I know they shit out us, but they are not a good football team, Sheffield United. You know, when when they've got to actually play somewhat, I think they're going to have problems. Luton, I want them to survive. So yeah, go on then. I I actually think he'll get a win. Uh, Wilder, I think he'll win this one. Yeah, I, I, I do. Yeah, I, I, you know, I think that point at Villa Park 
however it came, you, you know, they had a, a way, they had an idea of how to to attack the game, and it worked perfectly for them. They came away with a point which they couldn't have dreamed of, I don't think, before the game. So I think off the back of that, yes, Luton, you know, they're fighting for their lives, but I just fancy Sheffield United to nick this one one nil. Cool. Burnley, Liverpool. Great game, wasn't it? That Liverpool game. Did you watch it? Yeah, it was. You know, they're a good side. I thought, Liverpool? I thought Liverpool were the better team. I did. did what did you yeah, think? I think of that game? Yeah, I think they edged it. Yeah, I think they edged it definitely. Yeah, overall. Yeah. Um, but it was a great result for us, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, what are you going for? I mean, what's Burnley's home form like? I mean, it's got to be good, hasn't it? And it's rubbish. No, nah, it's worst not. Home it's crap. In the league. Yeah. Yeah, three points from nine games. So I think they win Liverpool win comfortably, don't they? Three nil probably. And then the big one at the bottom. Well, we'll both, we'll both give our score predictions for this. Go on, then you go first. Um, this one. Three one, Villa. Oh, I think we win two nil. Yeah, I'd take two nil. I'd like a clean sheet. I'd like a clean sheet. Yeah. Okay. We'll go two nil then. So those are that one. Are there any more on the next day? I've got Wednesday. Well, we've got loads here. So we'll just do. We'll do. Um. We'll do Wednesday. Um. So we got Wolves Brentford. Um. Oh, I'll go drawing that. What would you go in that? Yeah, I think Wolves are struggling. Um, a little bit at the moment. They were. Do you think they're in trouble? The other day, I think they could get dragged in. Um. They're very strange. Wolves are one of them sides that, that you know look half decent one week, then terrible the next. But yeah. are they? Could they get dragged in? I mean, they're only seven points off the, the bottom. You know, they got mm. Chelsea. Yeah, I think it maybe a draw. Yeah, if a draw or a Brentford win, I can't see Wolves winning. I think I think Everton beat Man City. You know, what's a big yeah? Thing. I think Everton are playing well. They're flying. Everton. Without the 10 yeah. points, they're, 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 yeah. they're, where are they in the league? With an ed, ed, extra 10 points, they're mid-table, isn't they? Ninth, 10th. Yeah. That's Rodgers sti- out as well, isn't he? Yeah. They'll stick it on Man City. It's I think, Yeah. Cool. So, hopefully you've enjoyed our Christmas Eve episode. Uh, we have a Christmas special out tomorrow. All of us, we have done a quiz for you. So that's going to be dropping at four o'clock tomorrow. Um, it is really, really good, really fun, really funny. Uh, play along at home, get involved. Uh, I just want to wish everyone that watches our channel a Merry Christmas. Uh, you know, for me personally, this channel has just gone up levels this season. Um, and, you know, it can't get there without you guys for watching. So, Hope you've all had a good one. Hope you've enjoyed the advent calendar that I've been doing. I'm glad that's over because to, <laughs> to make those, right, it is an absolute nightmare to make those. It takes so long to make those little clips for about a minute. So I'm glad I ain't got to do them anymore. Um, but yeah, so yeah, just want to say have a good one. Um, and up the villa. Yeah, Merry Christmas up the villa. <laughs>